Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards, get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It's time for the first look for week 18 with my friend and the person who coined the phrase thick six. That's right, Maddie Crow. How you doing, Maddie? I have seen better days. I've been a little sick this week, but I'm ready for some football because it's boring being at home. No fantasy teams to like line up. I'm like, this couldn't have happened in week 16, week 15 when I really needed it. But well, your DFS lineups better be good this week because you have time to invest. I'm gonna be on it. Yeah. Yeah. So let me just throw out this blanket thing for everybody out there. And I mean this in the best way. You shouldn't be playing in week 18. If your league has week 18, because it's such a crapshoot. I don't even know the guys who are playing, honestly. Yeah. And I mean, there's going to be a few good matchups, but outside of that, as far as for fantasy, it's over. It's just going to be miserable for anybody who is playing. There's one one of our friends on our site, Tom Kickman, kick, the guy who does hockey. He's in a league, I think, that goes to week 18. And he goes, Doc, we just love football and we want to play week 18. I'm like, dude, are you still wearing Jordache jeans and a, and, a, and a mullet? I mean, come on, people don't do this anymore. No, but I will say like, for a few of the leagues that I'm in, everybody gets so excited at the end of the season, especially the people who lost, because if you're in a league where you put money on it, this is your chance to win your money back because you can focus all your time and attention on who's one week right? on what props you're going to be putting your money on. Yeah. All right. Let's get this done. Let's take a look. Let's go through it quickly, because honestly, I don't even know who's playing, Maddie. All right. Chiefs and Broncos. What are you looking for? Oh, let's just do it this way. What are you looking for in this one game? Um, I, I do think that Chiefs are going to attempt to play because uh, they are they're in the running for the top seed, right? I believe. The Chiefs. I'm looking here. I there's a. Let me see that. Depending on, I think depending on the Titans. I made these I made these notes on Monday and then I've had some cough syrup since then. Um but <laughs> but uh I don't remember half of the notes, but it's okay. Yeah. Um no, I think that what we're gonna see from the Chiefs is they're gonna come out and they're gonna try to make a few runs, drive the ball, and then we're gonna start seeing players sit, rest. Um and that's about it. I think that it also depends on Teddy Bridgewater because he was in concussion protocol for a couple weeks. So do you, see, do you think he's gonna play? I think there's a chance. Oh, I don't know if I want to see him play. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know that I want to see him play either. Um, I don't think I want to see either one of those quarterbacks play. But... I don't even want to see the Denver Broncos play. How about that? No, Teddy's on the yeah. IR. I don't know if Teddy's playing. He's on the IR. Oh, he is on the IR? Yeah, he's okay. on the IR. Lock is the question. You can be looking at Brett Rippin, Maddie. That yeah. is a guy I want to be focusing on. Yeah, because Locke got a DUI. So I think legally I don't know that he'll be able to. Well, right. if I played like Drew Locke, I might be drinking too. That's it. That Maybe so. Okay, Cowboys and Eagles, a game that this has is no interest. Be, it's actually going to be interesting, I think. Why? Why? I, I think we could see the Eagles upset the Cowboys. Do you think the, the Cowboys care? Mm, not too much, but I think the Eagles do. Well, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think the Eagles do. Okay. And Micah Parsons isn't playing, which is He's a big playing. loss. And offensively, 
the Cowboys haven't been able to get into their rhythm. Dax, Dak's off. So, uh, and also I've been watching a lot of film on the Eagles offensive line and they're of course, they have three guys with two guys with COVID and one guy who's questionable, man, the Eagles Mm -hmm. and Miles Sanders is doubtful. Boston Scott and Jordan Howard have COVID like literally everybody in Philadelphia has COVID. I don't know. I still, I still think they have a shot. Okay, I'm with you. Look, it could be the Gardner Minshew Kenneth Gainwell connection that we've been waiting for all could year be. long. I know I have. Could be. I don't think that the Cowboys will be able to stop that run. I agree. Well, not without well, that part. You're going to see what the Cowboys defense looks like without Parsons. And, and you know weird. what you're going to realize? It's a bottom 10 defense. With him, it's a top five defense. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think, I just, I feel like the Eagles are going to make this happen. All right, Packers and Lions. I say the over-under on Devontae Williams is he plays one and a half quarters. I'm with that. I, I would be – honestly, I'd be shocked if he plays more than a quarter, yeah. depending on where it. they don't get it. up. Yeah. yeah. Don't do it. All right, Colts and Jaguars. The Colts need this one. They need this for a playoff spot here. Are the Jags upset-minded here? The Jags aren't going to win. The Jags are not going to win. And selfishly, just because of where I'm a fan, like it would be awesome if the Jags could pull an upset, but I don't see that happening. And honestly, the Colts haven't been playing that great. So Carson Wentz stinks, Maddie. He's absolutely stinks. terrible. Absolutely terrible. You and ever watch our Friday Night Lights video? Do you know what Willie Wall says? He goes, he's ass. Carson Wentz plays like ass. He does. He's just, and sometimes he'll pop off and those questionable decisions he makes works in his benefit. And everybody's like, oh, Wentz is awesome. Look at that throw. Okay. But look at the 15 others that he missed before that. Without Jonathan Taylor, the Colts would not be competitors, period. I mean, that touchdown catch by T.Y. Hilton, he must have said three prayers before he caught that bad boy. That, That was good karma. He did something good. Yeah. I caught a pass like that once. Literally, it bounced off three people. I was right there. I put my hands out. Just fell on your hands. <laughs> Catches the I got all the credit for it. Just being in the right spot. That's all I can tell you. Go off the stats. All right. Washington and Giants. I'm just going to – I'm going to raise a different question. Should the Giants fire Joe Judge after year two? Have you seen enough? Yeah. Joe Judge has got to go. And honestly, his little uh, tidbits – press conferences he's asked like i think he's trying to save his job and he's asking to be fired people are sick of him stop talking and i was telling sam this you do not have dudes calling you making more money saying i wish i could be a giant again that's not happening show us your receipts he's saying that there are guys that are going to be free agents next year that are in his office every single day saying that they want to be a giant and i'm like who no way no give me, way. give me some names because I Guys don't believe cut you. from six teams who are desperate for a job. Yeah, you know what? Let me just tell you something. And the Gi- Giant fans may know this, but Dave Gettleman was despised as a general manager when he was in Carolina. Landon right. Collins, when Dave Gettleman came to the Giants, Landon Collins and he, they always had bad um, contract negotiations. Okay. So all these guys, and you know this because you know like half the league, right? And you're all friends with I know. You know I know a few people. <laughs> Cody Ford and Baker Mayfield, your, your posse, C.D. Lamb, your, your super posse. I don't posse. know if I'm part of a posse, you know but I know a few people. They all talk to each other. We know they talk. 
Yeah. So you don't think Landon Collins is a guy going, Gettleman's a jerk, don't play for him. And all these guys go, I got you, dude. And unless they're desperate and cut from six other teams, nobody's calling the Giants to play there. No, no, not at all. And I mean, some of that stuff goes down on the NFLPA calls, just the way it is. Guys want to play with other guys, right? They know each other. It happens in basketball all the time. They'll take less to play with their friends. Yeah. It's a LeBron James wave of basketball. Same thing that Brady tried to create that. No. Do you want to go play for Joe Judge? And honestly, New York in general, Jets and the Giants, New York media is so hard on these players. It makes it miserable. You're walking into an atmosphere that it's just awful. It's awful. So you really need to be a superstar to be able to go in. That's why I feel like Russ would walk in and be semi-successful in New York. So you see the Yankee sweatshirt, right? It's old and whatever. Yeah. Okay. There are people who come to New York and thrive in New York. They, they embrace the Yankee culture and they become Yankees for life. Mm-hmm. Then there are guys who get to New York who after one year freak out, panic. These are great players and they have to get out because they can't deal with the, with the, uh, the bubble. They just can't deal with it. And you don't know whether you're that guy until you're there. Until you're there. I agree. I right. agree. All right. Uh, Bears and Vikings. Uh, I'd like them to here's – the, here's the question I have for you. Will Mike Zimmer and Matt Nagy be fired after that game is over? If it were up to me, Absolutely. Absolutely. Do I think that they're going to get rid of both? No, I feel like it's going to be Nagy. I need Mike Zimmer fired so badly. He's... Everybody does. I, But that's traditionally what, the way NFL teams do things is they blame it on the players, and then they have another crummy year, and then, okay, maybe it's the coach. But no, very coach. rarely do they just, like, fire. It's Mike Zimmer. He stinks. He yeah. stinks. stinks. I agree. Okay. Uh, Titans and Texans, those Titans looking for the number one seed. And I, I think that they've got this game, but they're going to be coming out to play. Texans are going to play. David Culley's coming back. They have played very hard all year long. They have. Um, but I feel like the Texans are going to be able to – they're going to be able to do just enough. They're, here's the thing that's happening with the Texans is at first they were trying – so – we saw him come out with a heavy run defense or run offense. I'm sorry, and then injuries, COVID, all of those things. They started doing 30 plus drawbacks a game. That offensive line is not equipped to do that. They're just not. So what we've seen recently is they're getting more of a balance back in. So the offensive line is becoming more productive and pass pro, which is helping the quarterback to be able to get the ball off. And I. I just don't think that they're going to be able to be stopped. Davis Mills has been one of the most underrated guys this year in the NFL because Mm -hmm. he looked terrible, but then came back. Like you said, they've changed their offense. And I would argue that he's looked pretty darn good recently. And if I'm a Texans fan, I'm not miserable with this guy as my quarterback coming into next year. I think I'm happier with him than I am as a Jet fan with Zach Wilson, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. And but also, I just I really like the way the um, Titans' offensive line has been playing. They create insane holes, and yeah. honestly, there's a few holes that Foreman hasn't been able to hit. Oh, Dr. Foreman wide open. He would be gone. No, he he's been, been good. He's yeah. yeah, he has been good. And statistically, if you look at it, it's not bad. But when you watch the film, 
there's a few times where he bounces in. I don't know if you read it wrong or he just didn't see the hole or where the communication lacked, but if he would have hit the hole, he would have been gone for minimum 20-yard gain, if not a touchdown. If Dante Foreman had hit the holes, Maddie, he wouldn't be cut by like three teams already. That's true. That's true. But I think that the I think that yeah, I think the Titans are gonna win in the trenches. Steelers and Ravens. Is this the last game that we're gonna see Ben Roethlisberger play? Mm-hmm. I hope so. I hope Bye-bye. so. Bye-bye. He knows that we all know it. The question is, is how they're going to bounce back from that. Well, there's some crazy guy. I've somebody, a friend of mine sent me about some analytics, analytic genius, some kid who puts, he's really obnoxious on Twitter. I can't remember his name, but he's really obnoxious. And the guy goes, Mike Tomlin is so much better off without Ben Roethlisberger because analytics show that he is like one of the bottom five passers and they'd be better off with Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph. And as, if you like the Steelers in any way, in shape, or form, you're like, are you kidding? Mm-hmm. But maybe he's onto something because Ben has been terrible. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely terrible. He's immobile. He's putting too much extra pressure on the offensive line that's already bad. Just not a good situation. All right, Bengals and Browns. Only you know the answer to this question, Maddie, because you are tight with Baker Mayfield. I'm not tight with Baker Mayfield. We know you're tight. So here's the thing. Is Baker Mayfield going to be the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns next year? I feel like he is, yeah. Now, that's not to say that I don't think that they're going to try to obtain a better quarterback. Is he going to get paid the way he wants to? I don't think so, but I think that he realized that was a risk going into this year. That's the risk that he made when he decided to play injured. He knew what he was getting into. He knew what was on the line. Um and I think he wants to be a Brown. Honestly, it wouldn't be the worst situation in the world if they did bring in another quarterback because Baker Mayfield performs well under pressure whenever he feels like he has something to lose or he has a chip on his shoulder. He's better. I I could see them going out and trying to get a quarterback. If it's not if it's not going to work, then it's not going to work. But either way, I think Baker will be there next year. Would you rather have Baker Mayfield or Daniel Jones? Baker Mayfield. Right. And I don't I don't think Baker's bad. I think Baker's yeah. surrounded with bad talent. To be quite absolutely. Honest. And uh, one of Baker's strengths, which I feel like Stefanski plays into as much as they can is that he is efficient whenever he has, he doesn't have to think about things. He can make, he can make proficient throws if they're designed that way. The issue is, is they don't have any receivers who can make the plays. So that's something that they have to work on. They have a great defense. They have a phenomenal offensive line. Baker's not, yeah, a phenomenal run game. And Baker is not bad as a quarterback. He, he's he been playing injured, which a lot of people, they give him credit, but then they don't. And I get it. Like, if you're going to play injured, you can't ask for any, any, like, any sympathy. But at the same time, like, I think Baker's going to come back next year and he's going to be that much better. We're going to watch him level up. But they're going to have to give him some weapons. I would argue that Austin Hooper's fine. He's not great. He's fine. I would argue Jarvis Landry is a pretty decent slot receiver. I would argue that Donovan Peoples-Jones is pretty good. But they need a legitimate number one receiver who's better than those three that I just mentioned Mm -hmm. to give Baker that guy. I think Beckham was meant to be that guy, 
but Beckham and Baker just didn't jive. They didn't match. Baker's not a great quarterback. He's not accurate enough for Beckham. Baker's a very chemistry-based quarterback. If right. if you guys vibe off the field, he will find you 100 per, 100% of the time in situations that you shouldn't be open or you didn't know you were going to be open, he will get you the ball. But right. that chemistry has to be there. He's a very chemistry Wasn't there, right. He needs a guy. And, and let me tell you something. Joe Burrow has that guy. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, like that. He, he will throw it up. He will throw three interceptions to Chase because he knows the fourth one will be a touchdown. But he's like that with all of his weapons. He puts so much trust into those receivers. It's unbelievable. I'll tell you one thing. I'm starting a team, Maddie. Patrick Mahomes won. Joe Burrow might be two. Honestly, for the long term, I'm looking at Joe Burrow. Over Patrick Mahomes? I, yeah. I know. I know. I am looking at. Hold on. Do you have a fever? I'm trying to. I might. I've been taking medicine. Only because I think that. And this is just a personal opinion. I think that Patrick Mahomes' family is going to create a lot of issues for him down the road. I think that he doesn't Was have Brittany or Pat Mahomes Sr. Uh, Jackson Mahomes, Brittany Mahomes. I feel like that whole family is going to cause him issues. And I, I don't think that Patrick Mahomes has the tunnel vision that Joe Burrow does. I think that it's just a different mindset. I, I feel like Joe Burrow has that same. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, like f anybody who gets in my way. So that's Maddie, why you, you I meet like Joe that Burrow in a bar. Like you mm-hmm. met Mark Andrews in a bar. You meet Joe Burrow in a bar, and he says, and you go, "Hey, where do you live?" And he goes, "My parents' basement," which I think he does. Are you okay with that? Dating wise, yeah, are you okay if Joe Burrow says he lives in his mom's basement? I don't think I date Joe Burrow anyways, just because. We would not mesh. He's there's just not a lot of emotion there because he's so hyper focused on football. But that's that's what I want in my quarterback. Okay. If I met him in a bar, would I want to date him? No, but no, I but the point want was to draft him on my mom's team. basement. Are you okay oh. if he says he lives in his mom's basement? Probably not. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, it depends on how she cooks, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Panthers and Buccaneers without Antonio Brown, who with injured ankle, all this blah blah blah. What a mess. Let's just talk about one question in this game. Can the Buccaneers figure out how to win another Super Bowl with their lack of receiving depth right now with no Godwin and no Antonio Brown? It's looking really, really tough. It's looking really, really tough just because Brady is getting frustrated and that team is built around Tom Brady. It just is. Bruce Arians is there. He's the face. He has to answer the questions. But everybody knows Tom Brady built that team. If Tom Brady can't turn it around, I think that it's looking more and more bleak as the season goes on. Right. I do too. And Mike Evans not 100%. Fournette's not 100%. I think they're in big trouble. I also want to see the Panthers fire Matt Rule. All right. Patriots <laughs> and Dolphins. Thoughts? Um. I think that it's going to be interesting to see how Mac Jones is used against the Dolphins, but I do think that the Patriots have this. I do too. I also think Ramondre Stevenson is going to play uh, a ton in this game and not Damian Harris because they don't want to risk him for the playoffs. Saints and Falcons. Saints and Falcons. Are the Falcons spoilers for the Saints' playoffs chances? I don't think so. I think the Saints... The Saints can do it. Saints, the Saints can do it. Do you like Taysom Hill as much as I do? 
as much as you do, maybe no, but I like him. I like him a little bit. I like him. Dude can throw, dude can run, dude is built like a Mack truck. And this is coming off of a this is coming off of a year where we didn't know what the Saints were gonna look like. They started off the season James Winston was the quarterback. Yeah. Well, they started off their season without being in their stadium. Their first, I don't remember how many games, five games maybe, were all on the road because of the hurricane and yeah. then they were hit by covid and all of the things so i i like i like Jason hill yeah, i think i think he's better than people think he is okay jets and bills the bills need this game i would think if i'm playing in dfs get me the little josh allen get me a little stefan diggs get me a little singletary and just let me load up here. i really like dawson knox dawson knox will have at least one touchdown I agree with that. I love Dawson Knox. This is a, this has Dawson Knox written all over this. It game. really does. It really does. All right. The 49ers and Rams. So here's a couple of questions here for you. Mm-hmm. Cooper Cup needs, I believe, 12 catches for 136 yards to break records. Is he getting it? Yeah, I think he can get it. It's plus 400 at 12 catches. Plus I might take that back. How many yards is it? 136. Okay. For 12 catches. Mm-hmm. I might parlay that bet. I think I think that you have a good shot there. I would take it. They're going to feed him the ball, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd want the guy to get the record. I don't think he cares about the record, though. How about that? I don't think that he cares about the record either. But what I watched um, from film is he's not even running his design routes all the time that he's getting open because teams are doing a really good job. The Ravens did a phenomenal job of shutting down cup, but the times that he did get the ball, it was not a designed route that was improving and it made it, he made it happen. The only thing is Stafford just really, I'm, I'm not a big fan. He's been doggy poo the last few weeks. Yeah, he has been. He's he really, really has been. been. And yeah. He's not I, winning a Super Bowl with this the way he's playing, not winning a Super Bowl right now. No. I don't I just I don't know what it is either. They need he needs to get back to where he's being really proficient out of empty because that's when they were most successful. Okay, yeah, no, I would agree with that. All right, the Seahawks and the Cardinals. Cardinals pulling off a big win against Dallas. Big win. Can they go beat exactly the Seahawks? Though. And then make it, and then get into the playoff picture and really make a difference. I don't know if they can right now uh, with the injuries they have, but I don't know that they can either. But I honestly, I'm I'm still taking the Cardinals because I'm not betting against Kyler Murray. Agreed. I don't All think right. it's going to be a pretty win, but I think that they'll pull. We know out. the game, right? Mm-hmm. Chargers Raiders. This the is what I'm most one. excited about. Yeah, I know, and and you know what? They really need this game to matter. I mean, CBS put. I mean, sorry, the NFL puts it on the big game Sunday night. This is it, Herbert mm-hmm. against Carr. What if I told you, as much as I love Justin Herbert, and I do, right? If I had another son, I'd call him Justin Herbert Roto. <laughs> I worry that the Chargers' defense isn't that good. I worry that the Raiders play better than we think they do a lot. I believe Josh Jacobs could run for 100 yards. I don't know whether this is a gimme for the Chargers, even though people think it is. I think that there's a very big potential for the Raiders to upset the Chargers. Um, I'm, I've been going back and forth on this all week long, and I think that the reason is because they're very similar in the way that I view football. So I'm watching from the trenches. 
if the Raiders can come out and, like I said, throw off Herbert's rhythm, it's going to be a long haul. I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. I think that the Raiders finally have a run game that they're proficient in. It's the same thing with that Raiders offensive line that we were talking about earlier. They they were asking them to – they were asking Carr to drop back 30-plus times a game, and that offensive line can't handle it. They're not good. The offensive line is kind of poo-poo-doo-doo. But you give them the opportunity to run block or at least an RPO to where they can run block and gather themselves first. They're not getting beat. They're not up on their heels. And Derek Carr is not in trouble. We know that Derek Carr doesn't take any risk, right? So if we can keep him out of trouble and keep him confident, they're going to have a lot better time. And I think that we're going to see that. They have some players coming back. But I think that they're going to run all over the Chargers. Aaron Waller defense. will be back, Maddie. Mark mm-hmm. my words, and the Chargers cannot cover a tight end. Waller is playing this week. Mm-mm. And playing. I still I still like Renfro. Yeah, love Renfro. And Zay Jones has actually stepped up and been mm-hmm. decent. Yep, I agree. Now, the Chargers, the Chargers, you're absolutely right. The Chargers defense is not that good other than Bosa. Derwin James, I do like, but he's always hurt. You know, Kenneth Murray, your boy from Oklahoma, has not mm-hmm. been as good as I thought he'd be. He's okay, but not like impact guy. He's not He's not a quick decision guy. You can tell he overthinks things, and he's late to it um, as far as defense goes. He just doesn't have that like crazy attack mentality that you have to have to be successful. Um, but like I said multiple times, the right side of the Chargers offensive line is what makes me nervous, but I don't feel like – Vegas has the defensive front to Max capitalize Crosby's on that. Pretty good. Max Crosby's pretty good. But not at the point. They're going to be able to help because Slater on the opposite side is beautiful. I mean, watching his footwork, watching his Phenomenal. his Phenomenal. pro, absolutely beautiful. So I think that it's they're going to be able to shift some to be able to compensate for that right side <laughs> enough to win against the Raiders. All right. I need a prediction from you, Maddie Kroll. Who is the thick six touchdown of the week? Oh, it would for sure be coming from the Eagles. Hmm. It would for sure be coming from the Eagles. Against Dallas. Uh-huh. I think it's coming from, from Washington against the Giants. I think somebody from Washington is going to just kill from slash Glennon. And some defensive lineman is going to find the end zone. And I'm going to see, we should be looking and see if we can be betting on, on a thick six touchdown. You get a good yeah. odds on it. Honestly, I feel like if I, if I had to bet on somebody, it would be the Eagles. But I, I think Jordan Mailata is going to have one. If not this year, it'll be next year. He's going to have a thick six. Okay. They're just so athletic. That offensive line, I can't even describe to you how beautiful it is. They're athletic. They can move. They make things happen. They sell things. So, yeah. Are we back next week for the first look before the playoffs? Let's do it. I might even have a good voice by then. You have a great voice. I'm glad that you're here. All right. Time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. For Dr. Roto, (laughs) this is Be Well and take care. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.